0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Relationships Revisited. This episode, we are doing a parenting episode taken from this week's Torah portion, Parashat Shemot. We begin a new book of the Torah this this week, and in it we start to get acquainted with Moshe. And Moshe was the quintessential Jew. He was the one that took us out of Egypt, received the Torah, taught it to the Jewish people, and as we are learning about his development from the cradle and on upward, we see the Torah describe him as somebody that, as he matured, it says he went out to his brothers, he went out to his brother, and remember he was growing up in, in Paro's palace as the daughter of Paro saved him from the Nile, took him out of the Nile, so he's growing up in Paro's palace, and he goes out to his brothers, and it says that he empathized with their burdens. He had this tremendous capacity for empathy, and as Rabbi Jonathan Sachs points out, all the early um, descriptions of events in Moshe's life, which are very carefully chosen by the Torah, all indicate compassionate leadership, whether it was how he defended a Jew against an Egyptian taskmaster, or how when he saw two Jews fighting and he stepped in, or then he went to, he escaped to Midian, and he drew water for the daughters of Yitro. All of these are examples of somebody that feels into another person's world, what we call the capacity for empathy. And I think we, if we observe closely, we'll see that some children are born with a greater capacity to empathize than others. So what happens if a child is not born with that that very important capacity to be able to feel into another person's world? Can you teach compassion? Can you guide a child to become more compassionate if that's a place where, for whatever reason, he struggles? So I'm gonna suggest that first of all, certainly yes, we can teach the skill, the emotional intelligence, the skill of compassion the way of being of compassion. And here's three ways to begin. First of all, with young children, and maybe older ones as well, you want to begin to help them name and understand emotions. When they're feeling something, help them understand what they're feeling by giving it a name. And there's very helpful tools out there like emotion wheels, which have are color coded and have a whole bunch of different words. That are child age appropriate, you know, sadness. Is, can also be um, feeling despondent, right? And that may be a big word for a child, but just to give you an idea that there are gradations within emotions, happiness, joy, um, ecstatic, right? These are all colors within an emotion and helping a child get more particular, not first generally, but then more particular with exactly what they're feeling, giving them a language with which to think about and understand their emotions, And consequently, the emotions of others, because we don't have a language for it within ourselves, then it is impossible to feel into another person's world, we need language, we need to be able to communicate first with with ourselves before we can communicate and interact with others. So that's the first one, naming and understanding emotions, the more granular, the better, the more experiential, the better. Second is to provide firm limits. Limits, somewhat counterintuitively, I think, help teach empathy because what limits do is that they condition a child away from his or her natural self-centeredness. Every human being comes into this world with thinking about himself, himself or herself first, right? And... If that's not, if that's not, um, condi- if we're not conditioned out of that, then it will be very difficult for us to start to think about how do my actions affect other people. How is another person feeling when I ignore him? How is she feeling when I got upset with her? So setting limits starts to condition the child into thinking. That just because I I feel a certain way, it doesn't give me license to do whatever I want. I have to think into another person's world, this is empathy, and consider how is this my way of being affecting her? And that is the beginnings, right? That's really the root of empathy. And this is another reason why without clear boundaries around oneself, limits around oneself, a person cannot really be truly empathetic empathic, and compassionate. So the second the second suggestion is to provide limits for your child. And that doesn't mean harsh limits. That doesn't mean um, being authoritarian. It means that telling them that when you did X, how do you think she might have felt from that? Right? And that's why we, that's not okay. Even if you feel angry, we have to figure out other ways to manage that anger and in a way that it doesn't cause pain. Right? Those type of conversations around limits and around how our, factions, our actions affect others. Finally is is reading stories or other media, right? But pl- Stories that characters are going through things. A good story has a lot of emotion embedded in the narrative and discussing be- between the lines. What do you think she's feeling right here when she lost that special pen that her, her Bubby gave her discussing, even if it's not said explicitly in the stories, getting into the character's experience and having her imagine what this character is going through, putting herself in the character's shoes. This will also help develop the, their capacity for empathy. So the main thing is that, first of all, know that compassion can, yes, be taught. It really can. And it's something that we can help our children with. And it's important to start doing this with our children as early as possible. Um, And it's going to require ongoing effort for some children, constant redirection and revisiting, you know, the question of like, what, what do you think she's feeling right now? and not to get frustrated like I taught you this already or you're supposed to know how he's feeling when you do that. With certain children it really takes time but it will sink in. It's a natural capacity that we just need to develop. So wishing you well and, and lots of success with that and looking forward to being with you next time as we discuss things like this and other relational matters here in relationships revisited. Exploring the space between.